There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Sound of Succession podcast with Jamie East and Chris Mendel is part of the Dragon Cast series where we talk about the best TV shows in the world. HBO, please don't sue us. Like and subscribe. Ah, fuck off. Howdy doody, everybody. Uh, happy Bank Holiday Monday, if you're listening to us uh, in the UK. Uh, uh, I'm Jamie East. And I'm Chris Mandel. And this is The Sound of Succession. Uh, how you been? We're I'm good, yeah. We're recording very early. We're recording very, very early. early. Earlier than we normally do. It oh just God. got me thinking, like, do you think rich people in the business world have bank holidays or not? I guess it would be, just be another day... I mean, at, at work. I guess, them. strictly speaking, any day could be a bank holiday if you decide yeah. for it to be. I don't know. I'd, the the thought of having a day where you're like, oh, I don't have to do anything, like, probably which is like, if if you work like that, you just would not get yeah. the benefit of a bank holiday. Well, we saw that Logan, you know, doesn't even take a day off for his son's wedding. Um, no, although in hindsight, no. we should have done. Um, but um, so probably we we're being very, we're getting into the mindset of a couple of young Turks trying to shake up the business. <laughs> By coming in on a bank holiday to do our early, early, early record. This is record. it. A couple of young... T- oh, my God. Um, <laughs> before we get into succession, have you been? Well, we've not really caught up for a while. We've kind of like just been straight into throne, straight into succession. How have you been? How are you? How's you? How am I? I am yeah. good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Have I got any news? What you've been watching? No, no, no. I was just, just kind of what interested. I, oh, what, no, what have I you been? Because I've been watching... I, I, I made a... I made a conscious effort the past kind of week or so. It's like, right, I need to start watching some other stuff because my yeah. life has yeah. just been dictated by Thrones and Succession yeah, now. Definitely, what feels like an eternity. So I was like, right, got to break the mold. I started watching Barry after your recommendation. Love it. It's so good. I am so good. pitching Barry to everyone I see at the moment because it has gone under most people's radars. I think it's. Bad mark. It's been badly marketed. I Very think. much so. It's, Very it's, much. You know, it, it doesn't. It tells you nothing about the show, like from no. the poster or from the anything. You'd, and he's not a big. You know, he's a great actor. Not a big name. Not, over not here. a huge draw. Not to I go. Think and that go, was oh, a conscious must, decision to not yeah. try and sell it to people over here because the cast, apart from Henry Winkler, the cast are not really well known. Um, in the US, I think it is quite popular and recognisable because... Because of him. It's got the coveted slot on HBO on Sunday nights, but also it's won quite a lot of awards. Oh, uh, okay. So it is, yeah, 
it's like Happy Valley. Yeah, yeah. It's I just think it's so delightful, and and yeah. it's yeah. And if people are looking for something to watch, I would recommend Barry because the thing yeah. I love it's half an hour, and I cannot yeah. stress this enough. Like I love Succession, I love Thrones, but you know when you sit down, you're like, this is a hundred and six minutes or whatever or yeah, yeah. an hour and 10 and you're like what the fuck this is yeah so- i very much enjoyed yesterday it was like right oh great we're in season seven of our game of thrones rewatch so i sat down i was like yeah oh, fucking hell that's two hours of my life i've got yeah i've got to watch like two, we're doing two so episodes i, I love yeah. that barry is half an hour it's quite rapid but it's got it's as dense as a breaking bad or it there's so much going on and i yeah i think it's remarkable yeah, so you're right, into that totally- that's Totally That's Breaking good. Bad, yeah, yeah. So I'm into um, and then I think I joined the rest. Of the, have you done Beef? Have you watched Beef? Well, we started oh. Beef. We watched one episode, and then every night it was like, oh, we should probably watch another episode of Beef, and yeah. we just never got around to it. So I think the first episode's pretty poor. I, I mean, mean it, it, it it strikes it up as this kind of like jocular kind of yeah. like kind of road ragey kind of like anger management kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, we finished it two nights ago and like a 14 year old, it's probably not quite the right show to watch with a 14 year old. It was a bit spicy. Um, right. He now knows what dog it is. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there was a, I mean, a, He's has to learn at pa- some point. <laughs> yeah. Probably not with your mum and dad sat next to you. Worst case, worst case oh, doggy no. scenario, I'd say. Um, oh God. But okay. it's, I found it really engrossing. I thought it was yeah. great. It's really getting in, good. incredible reviews. And it's Without, a rare hit for Netflix. They haven't had a, like a conversation starting well, show. You know the last one they had was Squid Game, I would say. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and culturally, like this is going to sound like stupid middle-aged white English guy, but it feels so culturally different to anything I've watched before because it is about mm. uh, Japanese and Asian characters. Mm. Um, I had, and, and maybe that's something in it. Squid Game again was, was, yeah, was, was got- Korean. It just felt different. And it felt that yeah. they were having conversations yeah. that, that were different to like normal westernized conversations. Even yeah. Though it's obviously yeah. set in the States. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's very interesting that, uh, that there is a success in, yeah, challenging what we think the romantic leads of a show are, the mm. leads of action films, like anything where it's just about broadening what is the sort of status quo. And Stephen yeah. Yeun, who is the lead, is in like so a future good. Marvel film. He's been in Nope, the Jordan Peele sh- uh, film last oh, year. He's great. He's the he's cowboy actually, fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, got an amazing body of work. And I love, you know, he's getting magazine covers. He's getting kind of the sort of treatment you would get from like a young, like a, a Ryan Gosling or something. And I think... He was in one of the most traumatic scenes ever of a of he, he was in the walking dead as glenn that was of course breakout, yeah long term yeah, breakout yeah. role and it, his there's i don't think it's a spoiler to say look if you've not watched the walking dead by now you're probably not yeah. gonna he dies in it in probably yeah. one of the most traumatic death scenes i have oh, really? ever seen in my life it, made, it, it was so bad i stopped watching it wow it was oh, so bleak so bleak so horrific He's made a very, very impressive transition then from The Walking Dead, which mm. was on for 10 seasons or longer. He's been slogging away at it, I think. And it's just, yeah. Let me tell you about something, a couple of things I started watching. Yes. Um, so after seeing everybody talking about it on social media, we started Jury Duty, 
which is on a streaming yes. service called Freevee, which I'd never heard of until suddenly it was on my television. And yes. for people who haven't, uh, we've only watched two episodes, but for people who don't know, it's from the producers of The Office yeah. in the States, I think. And yep. the concept is that uh, it's a mockumentary following a jury duty trial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone in it is an actor except one guy. It's crazy. And he thinks it's real. And they're just filming it for this like groundbreaking, let's film a jury duty yeah. court case. And everyone in it is an actor and everything kind of just goes wrong. Like people it's... get injured, things smash. <laughs> and the extra thing is oh. that James Marsden, who was in X-Men and he was in the Sonic Westworld. movies yeah. and Westworld, he plays a fictionalized version of himself. So in the first episode, I think the guy's called Roland or Ronald or something. <laughs> he like doesn't recognize James Marsden, like genuinely doesn't know. And so James Marsden has to, kind of like <laughs> just deal with it but he's like i was in sonic and he's like so were you voicing sonic he's like no i'm like sonic's friend in it and it's just excruciating oh. but it's it's you know i've never You're seen anything- great i mean it's one of those ideas that, that i guarantee that tv commissioners around the world will be going oh my fucking hell right people it's just, just going so simple it's so simple and yet it is just so clever and it feels like a genuine new format. I've, I've, mm. We've seen the mockumentary, but we've never seen... It's, I mean, it's sort of like, uh, you know, it's a taking a, a leaf out of the trigger-happy TV. It's a bit of, a, it's a bit of an Anton Deck gotcha. But you it's, know, you it's, can see Ryland it's doing it. It's really got... Yeah, it's got legs. And I, I'm really enjoying that. And the other show that we started um, at the weekend is Drops of God, which is on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh. And it is... Like, if I'm going to read you, like, I'm going to sell you the idea... Okay. Drops it is the most me thing that has ever been conceived. <laughs> okay. okay, so it's based on a Japanese manga. Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's about a man who owns the largest collection of rare wines in the world. Right. It's worth $150 million. He dies Ooh. and he decides, in order to decide who inherits his fortune, either Hello. his estranged daughter or his protege, who is a Japanese sommelier, they have to do a sommelier wine tasting competition <gasps> and taste all of these really rare wines in order to inherit to his win the fortune. Money. Yeah. Oh my God, that's, what a his great His daughter, idea. who is estranged from him and is played by a French actress. Yeah. Also, we don't know why yet, but through some kind of trauma, she can't drink alcohol without being incredibly ill. <laughs> so she's having to train like a sort of rocky balboa but with you know a fruity red to train having to, to learn drink. how to taste wine again <clears throat> and her rival is this like slick suit beautiful japanese man who is like the the rock star of the wine world it is a fucking incredible concept Amazing. um that sounds and great. yeah it's it's just just come out, but I think that I think it's all on Apple TV Plus, um, nice. okay. and yeah, it's it's drama. It's it looks it's kind of like the Queen's Gambit, but for wine. You know, oh, nice. It's, oh, it's like got it. this okay. delicious kind of like beautiful locations. It's about tapping into the senses, and it uses really clever uses of like um, color exploding when they try alcohol like try the different flavors it's really really interesting so it's gonna be quite triggering to me chris mandel oh that's a good question well you might relate to the woman who doesn't like drinking fine 
fine. But also, I it's will not, not about because I, I very much like drinking. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, is they do drink. They, you know, they swill it around and they spit it out. So right, you know. fine, doesn't count. <clears throat> fine. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Um, Interesting. Okay, um, I'm going to a brief wave of flag for Citadel. So yeah, did you start? Did you start it? Sorry, I've started you, Citadel, which is okay. which is Prime Video. I think actually Jury Duty is available on Prime Video as well. Interesting. Maybe. Okay. Um, look, it ain't going to win in any. It's not going to win many Emmys. Yeah. But it's fucking daft and stupid. Is it fun? It's it's just stupid and fun. I really liked yeah. it. It's like Stanley Tucci is like Q, Q. slash M. <laughs> Richard Madden is and. Um, uh, Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra Jonas yeah. are these kind of like spies. It's got a, it's like born identity mixed with the matrix mixed yeah. with. Cause they like lose their memory, right? They, of course the, they do. But they're, but, but thank, luckily their memories are saved in a syringe. <laughs> but it's look, it's, it, and, and that should tell you everything you need to know about it. Yeah. The whole opening sequence is set on like a bullet train. I saw that a lot in the trailers. That looks yeah. beautiful. Look, it's really exciting. I think they spent something like 300 million. Yeah. It's so like just big <laughs> put that into context. It cost more than Avatar 2. Yeah. They might not <laughs> and recoup it's six that. 40 minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, like, but, apart, but apart from that, apart from that, stop dwelling on that. It's not about the money. No, uh, but it's, I would just, say, it's astonishing. astonishing. I would say that if you want to watch something dumb and yeah. that, that is just a bit stupid, um, I think yeah, that's worth a shot because it's it will not tax your brain. I think also like, for people who you know trying to put this into context, when you get a show that is a neat forty minutes for six episodes and it costs three hundred million, it almost definitely started out as a movie. You oh just God, would yeah, not 100%. get the budget for this otherwise. And so what I think has happened because there was extensive reshoots, they changed. There's like five screenwriters attached to it. Right. Okay. At some point they went. Do you know what? If we cut that up and we lose three main characters that don't contribute to the plot. I think we've actually got a tight three hour, like a, a TV show. So yeah, I, it's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I will check it out. I think that's really it's, fascinating. Look, it's just dumb. Uh, as is Rabbit Hole, which I'm still... Oh, what's that? Rabbit Hole is the Kiefer Sutherland... Um, the Kiefer yeah. Sutherland series on uh, Paramount Plus. Um, it's directed by John Cassar, who did 24. It's, I it's, love 24. Did you look, know this? Yeah, it is 24. My favourite. My That's the first show I was ever, like, obsessed oh, with. Oh, same, same. I remember... It, well, it was the, it was the, 24 was groundbreaking. It was the first ever box set. It was the first kind of, like, mm. huge... Uh, kind of conceptual drama. I remember having many conversations with Mrs. East where just trying to get... She was like, wait, so is this our... <laughs> It's this. First of all, she was like, "What is this happening now?" And I was like, "No, it's not live. No. But it's like you know that that it's difficult to remember how like green we were to stuff like this when Twenty Four came out." But absolutely, anyway, absolutely. I suspect this may have started off as a Twenty Four sequel. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, that makes so much sense. But um, and then they just had they maybe didn't have the rights or they, they something or Fox wouldn't it do or it or or whatever. So it's to all intents and purposes, it is uh, it is a new twenty four, but it's bit it's a bit better. It's it's a bit funnier, and it's it's just it's just fucking Kiefer Sutherland being a spy and being on the run and kind of like. It's got Charles Dance in it, which is relevant oh, to our interests. Love him. As, as plays his dad. 
Um, of Charles course. dances Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland's dad. dad. Yeah. Um, so, do those ages line up? Yes. They probably do actually. Um, but it's. I mean, it's it's pretty appalling. It's pretty badly written. Well, I, yeah, yeah. But it's just like the, some of the some of the dialogue <clears throat> in it is is really really shonky. But mm. it's well worth it. Again, just you've gone with something that's like opulent and. Uh, <laughs> intellectual and groundbreaking i've gone for literally two things that you can watch whilst you're on twitter yeah and those shows are you know those shows are very valid because yeah. being i you know everyone sort of has a couple of screens on the go now so it's like yeah. shows that you can have on in the background yeah this is why it's reality great. tv this is why married at first sight real housewives stuff that you can kind of constantly be looking at is you just kind is of look really up helps. when someone screams or shouts yeah or there's an explosion yeah um there we go well should we move on to something that definitely does not warrant a second screen whilst you're watching it in case yeah. you dare to miss a line <clears throat> or a phrase or a glance or a camera zoom yeah um Goodness me, season four, episode six of Succession. I don't even know what this one was called, actually. What was it called? I, well, I, we, I come on straight away, so I'm always like, I have no idea. Let me have a look, see if it's, see if it's up. Um, I think it's called Living Plus. Living Plus. Yeah, Living, Living Plus. Plus. Which, weirdly, was a TV channel in the UK. And it, Yeah, and I, so I kept thinking, I was like, this isn't, I've heard this brand. <laughs> I know this brand. <laughs> yeah, Living, Living TV. And there's a... Um, a magazine that is still yeah. published called Living Etc. Yes. Like a British... A, I suspect it's quite cannily chosen to be as bland and generic and yeah. as this kind of stock photography that they use to kind of like advertise. Oh, they look like retirement home brochures. Okay, so... so yeah. Oh. Let's set the table for okay. this. Here we go. So the episode is set at like a company, an investor sort of presentation day. Yeah. It's a bit like and the one more thing, you know, are they going to, are they going to release a new iPhone kind of thing? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and the main sort of thrust, Ken and Roman try souring everybody else on Lucas and it yeah. doesn't really work because I think everybody asks like, is there a specific thing he said? And they're just sort of going, no, the vibes are just off. Well, they so try they and have gaslight this... everybody, don't they? They try and, and gaslight everybody. And it just everybody doesn't work. So like, they're like, can, can I just accept... apologise? We've been, I've been, I certainly have been calling him Matheson for yeah, the past. Yeah, So I, and people have noticed, I'm sorry, it's Matson. I'm so sorry. Which yeah, is just in like... fact, first of all, there's that. And then I've got this mortifying, uh, <laughs> someone got in touch last week, one of our um, listeners to say, love succession this season, really loving the sound of succession. But Chris, you keep calling the far right uh, political candidate. His, his name is Jared Menken. And uh, this lady said, Chris, you keep calling in Alan Menken, who is the uh, Walt Disney composer. <laughs> I didn't even notice because I know he's called Jared Menken. And I um, I responded to her saying that that was that made me laugh so much. You've made my day. Can I, can I mention that on the podcast? So, yes, okay. Lucas Matson, Yeah. Jared Menken. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So there's this investment day, um, and Kendall and Roman, unbeknownst to Shiv, uh, briefly yeah. uh, have 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 agreed that that they are going to fuck the deal. That they fancy it for themselves. That this is like you know. Yeah. Actually, they've got a taste for this, and they think they can do it. And I think a lot of it is like it's it's kind of that, but it's also they didn't like the way that. Lucas spoke to them 
that confrontation on the mountain was as much yeah. about, oh, we've still, we're still answering. We're still, someone is still our daddy in this relationship. Yeah. Like we're, we're not free. So we have to like sneak out. We need to trash the house and get out. And, and yeah. like, there's so, I thought so much since last week's episode, cause I watched it again with Rob. Lucas is the antagonist now. He's, he's the big bad. He's making yeah. all of them revert to either, you know, children. Uh, he's the sort of stepdad that's come in and they're sort of all re- rebelling against him. Shiv, mm-hmm. I think, is also trying to have some sort of sexual dynam- dynamic with him in order to try and win him over, which we'll get into later. So he, yeah, he's really freaked them all out. So they're trying to tank the deal purely on principle because I don't think they want to live under principle. anyone else's Do you think that they, I think they just, they also like, I think actually we can do this. This isn't. This is not so. Di- this yeah. isn't so tricky. What's difficult yeah. about this? And as Roman finds out, pretty tricky actually. Yeah, I think they they think that he because he's throwing his weight around, they can throw their weight around. But he has built a, quite an impressive company. Yeah. And the thing that has come up several times in this week's episode is you guys don't you don't inherit respect. You have to still earn it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I I still think principally they don't like the idea of someone else inheriting logan's legacy that's not them yeah true true. even if it makes them richer they don't they don't need money so they sort of latch onto this idea that they they logan had was floating this sort of um scheme called living plus which is about bringing all the fun of the cruise ships to land (laughs) and i'm getting what are you i'm getting like sort of center parks for old people vibes Oh, but man. like I mean, permanent, permanent living facilities. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just, they're just retirement homes where, where, where people have no way of avoiding a uh, Waystar IP. That was the yeah. kind of like, that's the way that it was kind of sold as this kind of like, yeah. to an investor, it's a dream because, um, you know, I mean, it goes, it goes a bit crazy. It turns into Theranos. Uh, at one point, but but it's to in, to in sense it just sounded like a bit of a weird thing that sounded from it sounded quite half baked mm. actually just to just to kind of well we'll build some houses in kind of wherever it was Cleveland or, or yeah and all these yeah, kind of some... different sites around America fill them full of like rich aging people and use them as as to boost their numbers for, for, for Waystar IP. Sounds like they've invented Florida, basically. Exactly. It's just like a weird, and so that's kind of it really, which sounds like the worst idea. I mean, I I hate the idea of a cruise anyway. Yeah. I think especially though, when Kendall folds in the idea, like, you know, directors will swing by and show their movies. Like we saw like, you know, Bozo the Sleeping Robot last week or whatever that film is called. Do you really think old people want to watch a three-hour movie or about a sleeping that poster robot? Was out, that, that other movie poster outside as they walked in called Dodderkin and His Friends or something like that, wasn't it? Just like the <laughs> silhouette of like some shit clown. <laughs> so yeah, they've got this ludicrous idea uh, and even on the video that we saw, so we opened the episode with Logan doing... A present, a footage of him with this presentation, and yeah, even quite he can It was quite a shock to see him. Really, I was shocking. not expecting him as the opening show. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh wow! And what's happened?" Even Logan is who is whose idea it probably was Can't is struggling say. to muster up the enthusiasm. And when they try and needle him on making a change, he fucking flies off the handle at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He doesn't like having his bronzer on. Because you may be just like, when you say the word enjoyment, just like, mean it. show some enjoyment. You just mean it a bit more, please. <laughs> so they decide that this, because Matheson, uh, sorry, Matson, it's quite hard to say. Yeah. I'm going to just call him Lucas. When Lucas says he doesn't like the idea, they realise that if they really go in on this Living Plus, that's the way to kill the yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, irony given they're talking about eventually they talk about eternal life or adding 50 years onto people's lives but it was quite it 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 went from just sounding like what the fuck is this to by the end it was going well that's a great idea and without really ever knowing no one ever really said what it was there was just but that happens all the time in San Francisco, yeah. shit like this gets billions and billions of dollars in funding all the time. If you don't know the Theranos story, go and fucking Google the Theranos story because it's phenomenal. I was saying that to listeners, not you, Chris. Um, but you're aware of the Theranos story, right? <laughs> yeah, listen to the podcast about oh, it. Um, Got to go and check it out. But that's that's exactly what this is. It's like offering this holy test, yeah. grail of yeah. something... Blood testing. Yeah. And don't don't yeah, worry I, about the details, but we've got this box that will just the, do everything. The super quick version is that uh, Elizabeth Holmes, who used to dress in a black turtleneck and lower her voice to sound more like Steve Jobs, yeah. um, tried to disrupt the healthcare industry by inventing uh, a blood test that you could do at home. The idea yeah. was that they'd be, you'd be able to buy these machines like you'd buy a toaster yeah. and you could detect chronic illness you could detect it's all like kinds 250 of things. kind of like different things wasn't yeah. it from early onset and the thing about it is the technology and the science was actually never possible yeah but people bought in on the idea because she trained herself to think like steve jobs or like what kendall does in this episode if i just yeah. walk the line in the correct way it will work yeah. And eventually they did start rolling out these tests. The data, the logistics all went to shit. And people were being told they were pregnant when they weren't. They were told they weren't pregnant when they were. Yeah. People were told they had cancer when they didn't. People were told they had HIV. Yeah. All these blood samples, all the readings. just All went, the things that you would imagine would all go completely wrong. All the things wrong. you don't yeah. want in a blood test. And Elizabeth Holmes is still on trial at the moment. She's mm. had two children since being arrested and it is it is a drama that, it's an incredible story well thingy from uh, ozark played her in the draw and in the netflix drama didn't they was it a netflix drama or disney plus drama uh, there what was the, two there was an amanda seyfried one that that's right yeah and then there was another oh, no, hang on a sec her from ozark she played uh she was doing the other russian kind of like um oh fraudster wasn't she so it was she amanda did uh, anna delvey yeah that's the it. russian yeah. the russian scammer uh, it's a, it's a head fuck. So we get this sort anyway, of idea, yeah. um, in the episode that, yeah, not only is it a retirement home, but people are going to live longer, but they never really explain why or how, no. but the masterstroke is Kendall. And we see him go through all of his oh. forms. We see him as cringy corporate Ken. We see yeah. him as, I got this custom flight jacket made because we're, we're the co-pilots. Yeah. One episode after CE Bros was lauded as a terrible idea. idea. Yeah, yeah. And we also get, for the first five seconds, seven, maybe ten seconds of his presentation, he just goes, big shoes, big shoes, big shoes. And you think, oh, he's going to do an L to the OG. This is going to be a disaster. And he kind of manages to make it work, doesn't he? He sells this idea because he taps into the fact that would I like even a day more with my father? 
yes. And he gets yeah. really upset. And people buy into that story. You go, oh my God. Logan, who is hovering behind him on a screen as well. Yeah. Which gave me like Mufasa from The Lion King, you know, where he like appears in the cloud. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, 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 exactly. It's oh. like, he's watching me. He's watching down on me. It, it sells. The idea, it actually kind of works, doesn't it? And we see we see the deal. Well, the share prices go up. It and just, quite excited. It was just, I mean... There were several, so many moments in there where I just wanted to give Ken a, a cuddle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where where he saw the clouds for the first time, which he'd obviously seen in some amazing techno club in Berlin, which was obviously like, you know, you see them on Instagram where it's like the fiberglass kind of thing, like yeah. cloud kind of thing. That's what he had in his mind. And instead he just got like top of the pops and from the 80s. But to, and his, yeah. his, in yeah. his head just, you saw from, there was a shot from behind. You just saw his head just start to droop and hang down. And it was just like so sad. Yeah. And so then when he realised... God. And then when he realised that, that Roman was hanging him out to dry, again, his bottom lip came out a bit. And I was just like, oh, Kendall, don't. Come on, you've got to keep it together, man. Keep it together, buddy. The um, the line that I loved, so he asks them to build this brick house that is one of the living plus homes, and he wants to walk out of it. And when they sort of can't turn his vision around, they don't realise it in the way he intended, he says... This isn't what I saw. This isn't what I meant. I saw it in Berlin. This isn't what I saw. He thinks of himself as quite creative and he thinks of himself as that creative director. But yeah. all his, uh, all he's got to go off is, I saw this thing in Berlin and you can't see what I'm seeing. Also, as it becomes relevant later when Lucas sends a tweet, yeah. didn't you think the clouds, it looked like a gas chamber? That's why I instantly, I was like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit concentration. What was that? What, what was it? So I'm I'm not aware of Nazi uh, literature. It's not it's not my uh, it's not going to be my mastermind subject. Um, <laughs> what was it that he said? It was yeah. I'm like, glad you mentioned this because I had to Google it. I had no this this didn't because everyone was of, like yeah of course I know what that is. I was like I don't know. What so that he is. tweeted a uh, caption which is Doderick Macht Frey might not yeah. be saying that right because I don't speak German um, and it translates to work sets you free. And it was visible at the entrance of several uh, Nazi camps, including Auschwitz. Oh. And he tweeted that uh, with a picture of uh, Doderick the dog, who is the Waystar theme park mascot, uh, t- a picture of him at a concentration camp. Oh dear. Right. And... So yeah, you were right. They did, they did look pretty gas chambery, didn't they? But I thought that was the point initially when that, that gas came down. I was like, oh, it looks, it looks quite... Mm-hmm. Auschwitzy and yeah it, it just it all felt so brutal and it all felt so unnecessary that in his all Kendall we don't even understand where Kendall saw this like what the context was it could have been an art exhibition it could have been you know but the idea was that just because it was cool there and he can just bring that over here you know it's a it's a it's a it's a shareholder investor me it's not Comic yeah, it's con, him just trying know. to bring his funky kind of like this is what this is this yeah. is the new era kind of like uh thing, isn't it? It was it was just Yeah, and having to it's Hollywood baby, don't say no. Here's a new rule. Uh nobody says no to Kendall. What do we think about my new cool rule? You know, yeah. say thanks, Kendall, for my new cool rule. It was yeah. just it they were both I, I got the sense that both him and Roman 
don't really know what being a CEO entails. They don't really know. No. That, all they know is that it has power associated to it. And theoretically, they in their mind, they can just click their fingers and anything can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, we saw that with, with Kendall, with, with that bit where he was just like, right, I want a house. And they were like, oh, a, a physical? Like, practic- yeah. Bricks. A practical household? Let's just ask, uh, you know, poor props guy behind you. And, and like, he said, we're, we're banning the word no. Yeah, exactly. Great idea, yeah. Ken. Thanks, yeah. Ken. Like, he's literally hands up their rectum, yeah. out through the mouth. Yeah. Yes, please, thank you, like a puppet. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's him. So he's doing it He's doing it in his way. And then we see Roman, just who is clearly in the midst of a nervous breakdown, completely. Mm. You know, we saw that from the very final seconds of the... Um, Oh my god! Yeah, very few seconds. He's just you know he's, he's he's he clearly has not pre-grieved as much as he thought he had, um, but cannot do a, do business. He's just not a businessman. He's no. just far too emotional, far too kind of like has no desire or even concept of of toing and froing and and, mm. and understanding the nuances that his dad had. You yeah. know, the example with, with Joy, with the film, the head of the film studio. Yeah. Whereby, and with Jerry, whereby his dad may well have sacked Joy, but he would have known what the consequences of that were to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I found that really interesting. Was It was just, they just don't get the nuances. They don't. Of, of running a huge corporation. They think it's just saying no and saying yes and saying yeah. do it. And yeah. actually, you do have to take into consideration, as much as you would fucking hate it, what the head of the studio is saying about Mencken um, yeah. and about the impact. Actors don't want to work on these films. Yeah, because, because, you're, yeah. because you're promoting, to all intents and purposes, Trump. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, they always say it's not about the Murdochs. This is exactly the Murdochs. This is it 20th is. century Fox being sold to Disney yeah. and Fox News being stripped out of that deal and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Specifically yeah. because of that. We only saw, like, last week, Tucker Carlson, you know, all of that, the, the fallout yeah. from that. It's, it's real and yeah. it's happening. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. And it's harder and harder to untangle a lot of these cables everything is when you have these mega corporations everything is in one big meshy sort of knot but i think with roman i just was really struck by he he said to joy look i'm giving you loads of money to make better stuff why are you complaining she's like sometimes it's not about money yeah some of the actors that might not want to appear in sleepy robot 3 or whatever they have money this is the thing that ken said last week we're already rich yeah so it becomes about something that you can't buy which are principles or uh, values and I think what I noticed watching this because you're right to your comment just there that like Ken and Roman are both kind of incapable of doing their dad's job I don't know if he ever if Logan actually ever made them come into these meetings to see him operate the only thing they saw Logan would tell someone to fuck off yeah as a way to like up the stakes so that he didn't say anything rash right he would he was a bit mean but he was never combusting all over the place mm. really he would make these decisions like firing jerry when the dust settled or when it wasn't in these kind of emotional crescendos and i think yeah. what i noticed with roman is as soon as his feelings start feeling he's like right i'm gonna fire joy jerry suddenly tells him what a stupid idea that is and he goes you're being insubordinate you're gone yeah and 
that's just not what Logan is about. And I think that's something that they haven't understood. We will be back in one second after a word from our sponsors, which hopefully this week will include some personalised longevity programmes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Jerry scene I thought was incredible. Oh. Because she's starting to speak. She's suddenly like, okay, the, the bully, the monster's gone out from under the bed. Logan's gone. Yeah. And, and, I don't, I'm not and scared she's of not him. on the kill list. So yeah. she's kind of like, I'm safer than you are at the moment. When she's but she's also, she knows all the people in HR. She knows all the people in all parts of the business. She knows all the investors. She's like, really? First yeah. of all, she'll be fine. But also she's like, you think this is going to get easier the more people that you turn on? Yeah. And I thought it was amazing. I also thought she was very clever because I, I think there's a reading of that scene where she knew to bring up Logan to cause him to spin out to make him make even shitter decisions. I think she's a bit like, there's a line I think that Shiv mentioned about them riding a unicycle where it's like jamming a stick in the spokes. Yeah. I think that was really what Jerry was doing, which is to say, she's like, I'm going to push the fuck out of your buttons because mm. you blowing up doesn't really affect me. And no. she said that... She was really like cut up not- though when she, she did kind of like choke a little bit. She was like, I am good at my job. Yeah, that, because it's, that really yeah, hurt yeah. her. She called him a weak monarch. Oh, it's such a great line. It's scathing, but I wonder how long she's wanted to say that. She's yeah. been, you know. Um, also, just thought it was fascinating that it was easier to fire her now than at the wedding two two or three episodes ago. Roman couldn't do it. Yeah, this time he was just, you know, as soon as she said like, "You're not not as good at this as your dad," that was it. You know, that was it. Yeah. But I think she did it on purpose. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Shiv, 
and Lucas are continuing their very fascinating um, dance. It's, it's, I find it, I can't see, it seems to be less sexual this week. You know, I was, thought that too. It's was a, kind of like the flirtation yeah. last week and now it seems to be a bit more kind of like, you're my girl on the inside, well, you're my boy on the outside. Um, but purely from what it means post-deal. You know? Yeah, I, I, think- I thought that, yeah, yeah. She she seems actually, last week I thought, oh my God, she's going to get fucked over. Mm. Um, she's really good at this. She's really good, actually. She's taken advantage of the fact that she's not in the inner circle with the company. Yeah. Because she's suddenly, like, um, insulated from any of the fuck-ups because they've not been bringing her in. And yeah. then with Matteson, it's... Uh, Matteson... <laughs> Why can't Lucas. I say his name? <laughs> with Lucas... I need like a, a air horn that goes off yeah. when I say it wrong. With Lucas, it actually seems less sexual, but she's in his ear. She's in his like he literally came onto her. He boarded her plane barefoot. Such barefoot. a flex. Which that's is how, such that's a power how move, the rich but... live. Is that you can yeah. accidentally? It's like getting stuck in traffic next to someone on the way to work. It's like they coincidentally both their planes just were just opposite each other on the tarmac yeah. of, a, of a private airport, and he's just like, yeah, I'll just tootle out here and it's like never in a million years would anyone be allowed just to walk down a walk across the runway and get on a different plane i'd be like oh have i still got my passport with me yeah exactly <laughs> but what i thought was fascinating is he bought he came to her and she told yeah. him to leave she was yeah. like oh I, we've got to go now and i thought that was a really rare she seems in a really good way she's parrying all sides of this yeah. Which makes me think it is going to really blow up in her face but yeah she she kind of makes sense as the the Matson plant, yeah, in no, the I new company. Agree. In and a way that Roman, look at him; he's all over the place. Well, it, it, she, but he is valuable to her because you know there's that scene where Matson told her about how they fucking lost it, yes, like an hour before Ken and Rome tried to bullshit their way and say that he was the one. She was just like, "Hang on a sec, I've heard this story, but it certainly wasn't him that lost it. It was," and that was where she was just like, "I know you." She spilled chocolate milk in the land yeah, over there. Yeah. You know, she was like, she was just like, you fucking, you know, she just, they could not lie to her because she knew she had them. She's got them exactly where she fucking She's, yeah. She's so valuable because she understands her brothers better than anyone outside the, outside the family can. She just yeah. knows. And it's like, like, like last week she read through, she was like, she knew Ken leaked the stories. Yeah. About Luke. Yeah, 100%. She knew. She just, she just knows. And I, I'm, it's really fun to see that side of her because she has been a bit of a punching bag. Um, yeah, 100%. The, we found out that she's been scheduling crying. Now, give, given that she had a call, do we think that wasn't, that was a bullshit? Yeah, that was my question. That was the weird bit. I, I don't think the pregnancy is going to be resolved in this season. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, I don't think that, that we're going to find out. I, you know, there was a moment where, you know, she'd shut that call. She couldn't get out of it, which for her, her kind of indifference with a phone call for the first time from a gynecologist or a, her kind of doctor, yeah. where she just couldn't wait to get off the phone. She now had, yeah. you know, she she could not get out of this this thing. Now, I, didn't, I don't believe that that was set up for her to have a little cry over her dad in. I, I, no, no, because, I think it was a call about... It was a call about the pregnancy. So therefore, what was she crying about? Was she crying because there's a problem? Mm. Was she crying because she's pregnant and doesn't want to be? 
um, because she feels like it's a hopeless situation that she has no control over yeah. uh, or something else. I, I couldn't work it out. And then because when, the real time structure means it's only been like two days since the 12 week scan or whatever that was. So yeah. it's, it's hard to see this progressing. My Im- immediate response was she's lost the baby, but that, yeah. I think that's partly because when characters get pregnant on television, we actually have very limited vocabulary. Like we, we do very little with it. It's almost a trope. Yeah. I it's always think- used quite in, quite flat sort of in terms of character development. And so yeah. I think the show is going to do something very different. And I think that yeah. having it n- never sort of come to term as it were, yeah, and would be really interesting. I'm not sure at that stage you would just. Oh, by the way, you've you've just lost no. your baby. As, as horrible as this sounds, sorry, this might but be it, triggering for some people. But um, yeah, but um, you know, you would you would have to go to a hospital. Wouldn't have been from the fall two episodes ago. No, I don't think so. Maybe yeah, it's I'd, really hard I to don't say. Know. It's hard it to just, say, but I, I, it's I, but, effective because we. But find I just don't. Her- I don't think it will get resolved. I'm not sure no. she's ever going to tell Tom. I That's actually think, not, not I, I think that would be the, the best. I think that would be the most it's the interesting most successiony thing. thing to do. Is it? It's just. It's, it's just, just there. Look, it's just part of life. It's just. Happening. just is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. And it's up to as a, as a viewer to kind of like be on the inside with that knowledge because it because it's affecting the whole dynamic with Tom, which I thought found the most interesting hmm. um, part of this this episode really was what the fuck is going on there tom is i thought tom played a blinder tom tom was the only one that really kind of spoke truth again this 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 episode that the scene where they just kind of like had that shag after playing bitey which is a game i have you ever played bitey before i have never played bitey but what i couldn't obsessed with bitey have you played bitey it's not real i'm I'm gonna fucking play bitey though it's like the new thing though right I feel like I wouldn't want to play Bitey with someone I liked. <laughs> because you'd be too... Oh, see, you're too nice. I just find it a bit like... Well, I don't want to... Yeah. Surely but then you just to bite, do it with, some, with someone you, just you hate. Bite really hard and quickly, like before they get a chance to. Well, as as a child, let's go into Freud's corner over here. Yeah. Uh, I was a, a, very much a voracious biter as a child. Were you? Because I was the youngest... I was quite little and, you know, people were always sort of knocking me around. So I started biting. Aww. Yeah. And my brother said to me, you know, if you start biting, people are going to think you're a dog. So you're just going to get put in a kennel. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a fucking Logan Roy kind yeah. of like thing. To do. <laughs> but it's, yeah. So, and um, yeah. Wow. I, I just think it sounds a bit, it sounds just unpleasant. I need to know um, the backstory of Bitey, though. I need to know where is that something I know, invented? I know. Or it just it sounds that? like something. But I, do you know what I thought was really interesting is the way that their arms went around. It's like how you drink out of your champagne flutes with someone, yeah. you know, where they sort of go around. But it's like the mean version. <laughs> You're trying to take a chunk out of them. I loved it. Um, I think Tom and Shiv, I mean, this episode was really interesting because even their flirting is sort of laced with cyanide. Like, it's so stressful. She's just such a, like, one of the boys. And I think even anything intimate, like, Tom and Shiv is the only relationship on the show. And yet there is more jabbing, there's more cynicism, there's more yeah. flicking barnacle ears and being mean. And yet it kind of works, doesn't it? There's, there's, well, it's sweet. It really works. And, and it's, uh, I think Tom broke her heart when he betrayed her with, with Logan at the end of season mm. three. And, 
we see that a little bit here. And I think she's just trying to punish him for that. Um, yeah. You know, Tom's quite open about about the fact that she, he's destroyed and loves her. And, you know, he had that great, just that great, just that great moment of that the sat on the bed where he was just like, that script about how he just loves money. And, mm. um, you know, I love my watches. I love my career. I love my money. You were never going to let me in. I was caught in between you and your dad. And for a moment there, she, she's like genuinely baffled because he, well, she's like, I give it all up to eat in a three-star. Would you give all this up to eat in a three-star Italian restaurant? Which I thought was yeah, great. I to all of us, I'm like, three-star Italian? Yeah. Like I do all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was just like, I'd give it all up for love, Tom. And then they just both like crack both up. Like, as if. As it's everyone. amazing, isn't it? We, we sort of have, we've got glimpses of this from Tom before that um, he's, he's certainly not grown up poor, but he's not born into money and he's yeah. attained a certain level. But this is like getting in with the Roy's is, is like something else, but they're both in it for the status. They get high off that supply and it's, they're not really getting the same from each other, but each of them are, you know, for her, it was a good way to keep in with the family in a way because she wouldn't yeah. work for her father. And yeah. for him, it's been the, the social standing. I mean, he can get mocked all he likes, but like he's in the room when it happens, you know, with a lot yeah, of these yeah. comments. No, he is. He's there. He's, and people, people seek his counsel. And um, it's, it was a really illuminating look at their relationship. Now, there's one thing that they, Tom mentions, which has come up a couple of times. And it's about how he was there. He met Shiv after her incident in Washington. Yeah, was that? This has come up a couple of times, and I don't think we've had it addressed. Was that it? Not sounds just like she fair with that fella, or was that like? No, I think it's. She said, "Oh, you were the guy after the guy after Washington for me. Like I was fine." Right. But he, I, there is implications that something, that something horrible happened, something dreadful that kind of broke her, and that's possibly why she went off to do her own thing, uh, or maybe why she was out there doing her own thing. I sort of wondered if there is something, she's not the only one in the family that's an addict and that there might be something like to do with that. Or it may be that she actually caused something horrific to happen. But I, I, there has been one or two mentions now of Washington and this, this sort of origin story. I mean, I kind of wonder if she did, you know, she was involved in a similar thing to Kendall, but I really hope we find out because it's so tantalizing that to understand how these people came together um, would be really, really good. But they, yeah, even even in this episode, it's just their relationship is so transactional, but yeah. they're constantly, they're like an, you know, like an infinite, you know, like an infinite loop thing. Constantly yeah, coming back, the, going the away, meeting, coming the back. The barnacle meat kind of thing from last episode to just this biting each other and just like really kind of, really trying to be nasty, just really nasty to each other. Just mm. like, oh, all that, all the, what, how does she describe it? She, you, is this what you're going to do? Which one do you like? What does she call them? Um, oh shit. Hang on a second. I wrote it down. Uh, hang on. Um, the vaginas of the cheerful women, not tall enough to be models. Was yeah. Just like, yeah. Just so many great lines. Something there. about also, I noticed, and there's only been a couple of episodes in, kind of the West Coast, like LA, California, they all seem quite out of place there. Yeah. The suits, the boardrooms, it all feels a little wonky. Well, it's, it's like a creative industry. It's a creative town rather than New York, which is a business yeah. town, isn't it? Look yeah. at um, look at Roman trying to style out sitting on the back of a golf buggy. 
like putting his feet up. I mean, that is not comfortable and you look like a tit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. again, yeah. it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm on a movie lot. I'm cool. Um, there's a real sense, I thought, of them all, even in that high rise, you know, like they're all sort of looking at the models. Shiv's going, which, which of these glamazons are you sort of eyeing up? Like, who, yeah. who are you looking for? You know, Pretending that she's all... not interested, but actually really interested because yeah. they're everything that she isn't. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a, it was an, I always love it when they're sort of, uh, displaced slightly and, and sort of out amongst other people or different yeah. kinds of people. Uh, what did you think to the, um, the pitch? Because we've not talked Ken's about Ken's big speech. Yeah. Because he fucking knocked it out of the park and yeah, even I, even I was signing up for living plus by the end of it. It was, yeah. he genuinely gave a really good speech. The comparison I thought uh, immediately was the um, the carousel pitch from Mad Men, where Don Draper's, you know, in season one, it's oh, like a pivotal. Me, me so, one. so they, um, God, what is? It's like this iconic scene at the end of the first season where they're. It's not uh, Lucky doing, Strike. No. no, it's the it's the carousel, um, and he basically does this pitch about you're never going to get those memories back, but we can live through them again and again and again. And, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful scene. Yeah. But the reason it works is that Don loses himself in the presentation and he is talking about his own life. You know, he had like a really difficult childhood and he left home and he adopted a diff- different identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his the mask slips and that's what people respond to. And they're like, oh my God, he's done it again. But actually he wasn't selling anyone. He was just talking about memories and and the the fragility of life. And I thought a very similar thing with this in that Ken thinks he's this like free flowing, like genius. He starts stumbling, but he pulls it, he pulls it out because he starts, you know, he's literally got his father like looking down on him. And I think he's got this feeling of like, I've engineered, I've I've brought him back. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot in this episode as well, especially with Greg, they're trying to edit the words that Logan says, which oh is very, God. very relevant with deep fakes and stuff, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, they're all still trying to go, what would Logan say? What yeah. would he do? How can we, you know, manipulate the corpse and make it dance? Well, they and, doubled, well, I mean, just a hugely illegal thing to do as well. I mean, yeah. just so dodge. And it's, it's, it's not real, you know? Yeah. Logan says, like, I'll take it from here, son. Yeah. Or something to that effect. And it's obviously taken out of context, but yeah, yeah. it's like if you thread all these limbs onto a dead body, it, it's not a real per you know, you it just because you can make it look real, that doesn't mean it's real. And yet it's enough for Ken. Yeah. If uh, his father's AI generated approval. He believed it, yeah. 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 And I think it. that's it. I also thought this is something the flight jackets, um, and there was quite a lot of references to like shooting for the moon. With a hockey stick, yeah. There's something about this that does feel very like Apollo 13 or like that. Yeah. This ambitious, you know, Logan's gone and like there's there's a sense that everything's in chaos and they're like, look, we just have to shoot and and we might we might make it. And I thought by the end, with Ken wading into the ocean and sort of being rebirthed, it it was really moving. This like. We've got to aim for the moon. He really feels like he's launching a rocket into space. Yeah. And he's like, it might crash and blow up and we might all die, but at least we have to try. I thought it was really beautiful. 
that presentation it, it yeah, just it was it was really good it was really the, good. the greek chorus of everyone backstage kind of judging oh it but God. well this, let's talk about carl for a minute <gasps> shall we because like carl. carl kind of like he went in swinging and you know carl did his whole i've been a cfo for big corporations for a couple of decades now i know a thing or two about a thing or two mm. um and for a minute you kind of think the guy just wants Kendall to do good. And then he's just like, no, it's the Greek island. This is all he's caring he's about. It's the fucking Greek people. island. Because by the, by the end of it, it was, you saw him in the background clapping. It was just like the king, well, you know, yeah. just that whole thing. It's just like, yeah, you fucking, you're as bad as the rest of them. You're not, you're not, you're not thinking of your, of, but I of loved, Logan's legacy. I loved that he, those guys are punching bags. We saw Jerry yeah, yeah. really bite back and he yeah. just goes, listen to me, son. Yeah. You've got my, cock in your hand but i've got yours and i will squeal like and and i think because like what the what he was sort of implying was like i'm gonna get you to explain all these numbers that i made up and he's like you are not making me look like a fool and i i've never seen carl so hot-headed yeah and it just there's this sense that with logan gone there's this power vacuum and everyone is kind of like everyone fancy screaming instead of talking at normal volume but he he smashed it but as you said, he's such a hypocrite because the thing he told Ken not to do worked yeah. and he's the one going, oh, that was great. You, you've saved the day yet yeah. again. Um, but, to, you know, on the, on the face of it, though, we've seen... It, you can fully understand Kendall's hard-on for the, for the job now because yeah. two things have happened. You know, the, the, the Matson deal where they got the 192, albeit because of because they almost just in spite of themselves yeah and then this where he's just like he's just sold a river of dreams that don't mean anything to anyone and people have just lapped it up because he did yeah. it with a bit of conviction doesn't um, matter so he, that it's bullshit the market's yeah. response yeah dictates their response it's just it was just it was it was just great and the circuit you know they do love a bit of a circular kind of a revisit you know kendall in the in the ocean at the end as well mm. so they've used water how many so times much have we seen water with kendall now i mean it's every season we've there's been a water moment hasn't there oh that's a good point so season one obviously the car crash yeah. at night yeah coming out in the dark quite satanic season two he was in the bath at the beginning in the spa in the, the health in the spa. spa and yeah. it's very serene but it's straight lines it's very locked in it's very yeah. small it was a very very small thing yeah. Season three, we have the pool. Yeah, where we where we for 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 a brief second we thought he'd drown, maybe died, yeah. and then this season we get the ocean. Now, the ocean. two things I would say is season two and three, uh, tiny enclosed spaces, and yeah. it's almost like Kendall in captivity. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see in the dolphins at Sea World, and yeah. they haven't really got much room to swim. Yeah, he's free. He yeah. chose to go in this time. We saw him take a shirt off, throw himself into the wave, yeah. and we saw him emerge. And it, it was this real rebirth, but also... Oh, it was a baptism, he, wasn't it? He's a free-range Kendall now. He's He can yeah. he can swim and he can backflip all he wants. Yeah. Uh, was that, was that I, his own personal beach, do we think? Do we think that was like a Roy beach? <laughs> do you think they have their own beach? And maybe they've got a resort that has a sort of cove, maybe. Must do. But it was alone, and I thought that was... I couldn't tell what time it was, but it was... Yeah, really satisfying for him. I thought there was two... It also made me think of... There's a very similar shot scene in Moonlight when Chiron, when he's a baby, when he's a kid, Mahershala Ali's character 
is teaching him to ah, swim. Yes. And he pulls him up. He kind of pulls him through the water. And it's, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, Kendall's always had stuff. very you know, classic religious symbology, sim, sim, symbolism, but it was, it was really powerful because he just looked, Kendall just kind of looked at peace. You know, he kind of like, he looked like he'd kind of like, yeah. he just looked quite relaxed. And then he had I the position of, of Roman, who was anything but, who was just oh, like a yeah. coiled well, spring. I, I think with Ken, it's the first time he's understood Roman's, uh, sorry, I think with Ken, it's the first time he's understood Logan's idea of, I have a feeling. And I think in that moment on stage, you know, it was adrenaline and grief, but he kind of summoned an instinct about how to sell this. Yeah. The tears in his eyes were real. I mean, they weren't for the investors, but they were for the investors and it, it worked. Yeah. Um, but he talked last episode about like tight walk roping on a razor blade and mm. Roman was like, why are you excited about that? Like, why is that? That should not fill you with excitement. And I read something in the last week that I think it was um, Kieran Culkin saying that because Ken has a history of addiction, the chance of it going wrong and the chance of it getting right is it's so, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what he does get off on. And I, I thought that this week, it, yes, it's got the potential to blow up, but it's also got the potential to unleash the most... Yeah. dopamine you've ever experienced and yeah. it worked and it's a thrill to see him win because he hasn't had that for yeah long. i kind of felt i was rooting for him by the end you know i kind of been um it was yeah it was good can we just talk briefly about greg because how we, oh. we i kind of greg watch um greg watch yeah what are we feeling? Are we still thinking that there's, there's something up his sleeve? Do we still think? I mean, he's he's siding even more with Kendall now, and Kendall seems to be bringing him in. He's now yeah, Kendall's I think the, his yeah. Kendall's uh, Greg is Kendall's Tom to Logan. Yeah, Nick Braun said something on last week's Inside the Episode where he said it's the first time that Tom doesn't look like the most exciting proposition, and he might be seeing more use in going to Kendall. Mm. Even though he's being used as the, you know, do the dirt, do, do the, the story illegal. to the press, do go the and yell at the thing. sound guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's kind of willing to do it. And I thought this episode with the sound guy, where he was asking him to make Logan say things that weren't true. I mean, Greg's not the most convincing dickhead, but he was going, he was going off at this guy. He was like, you do it because I'm telling you to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I've never seen it quite so... I've never seen him punch down so much, but I, I thought... I think he's just proving to be more useful than people give him credit for. Yeah, um, I do too. I think... Um, I was hoping to play a clip. I'm trying to sort out the tech here. Uh, it's kind of dope. <laughs> Come on, dope robot. It's kind of dope. <laughs> he just like walked I, um, out. Just, like, my favourite line was when <laughs> they were talking about the tech tech forward idea of these houses and greg says uh you know it's maybe a bit skeptical because he's like you know we've had houses for a while <laughs> it's like selling a while yeah tech. relatively new thing um oh, amazing but it's it's he's more confident definitely yeah i think he's got a glint in his eye and he's he's, he's trying to you know he's trying to fill big shoes as well big shoes big shoes um and he's is trying out he's like it he's like a cub like it like use another lion king analogy like the simba kind of like just testing his roar out a little bit with the sound guy like he's like no you 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 do it you do it which yeah. was which was great you're gonna just do it okay and then he then the pause and it was like 
because otherwise I'll get in really big trouble and yeah. I don't want to get in big trouble. So please, 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 you know, you know, so he, he yeah. just, he's not quite, he's not quite he's not got quite, the gnashing yeah. of teeth right. You're yet. right. He has like a little, he's like, yes, sort of learning to roar. He's yeah. sort of not quite there, but he, the intention's there. Ah, it's great. Um, um, Matson, I think, bad episode for him. I think anytime you're tweeting about, you know, yeah, concentration camps. Yeah, it's never going to, never going to win. I think he, he just he's doesn't really... Del- like he's just genuinely trying to get Shiv to kind of like turn pull the fire alarm as if yeah. like why are you doing this I'm just going to pull this apart I hate real estate blah 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 it's going to be but he did delete the tweet which I think is it's a, a kind of moral victory for the Roys for well, the kids for Shiv certainly kind of did gives... she tell him to on the phone was she like yeah, take she it said, down yeah she, well she didn't say take it down she said maybe retreat a bit or or something like that um, so some... he listens to her yeah so he does he listen to, to her. her but I think also Ken I mean he didn't do the most it wasn't the most clean rebuttal on stage but so I tried mixing the Q&A I thought, was, I thought that bit he, was great because he just yeah. showed honesty about it it was just kind of like yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I'm catching up was what I was it's like well we know you're catching yeah. up because we've literally you, you just stood there there's no way of you of you seeing it I thought he gave a really good just a, a really good CEO style um, thing I'm certainly not going to fave it. it was just like a great line that kind yeah. of like makes people yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just felt like a safe pair of hands, which is just like, and even he referenced the last time he was on stage uh, was when he ruined the kind of like the, the annual conference. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Of um, course. When he was in disruptor know, mode. And now I'm CEO, you know, is what it was how he put it, but it was, you know, I thought well, we didn't see any of Connor. We didn't see any Willa. No. That whole, the funeral thing, I think, well, well maybe we'll see in a minute when we look at the trailer. Um, so I guess that's looming large. I've, I'm as blind to where this season's going to end as as I was at the start of it, and I th- that's what I like about it. Now I've still it could go in a million different ways. You yeah, know, we could end up with like a catastrophic funeral and some kind of huge human scene with Roman and what was some weird thing happening there. It could just be purely business where Matson and Kendall are fighting tooth and nail over the deal. It could be about the three kids. I, I don't. I don't know where it's going to go. What, what? What are your feelings on it? What do you think? I think the the you know I thought the election would have oh, reared shit, its yeah, head the election as well, yeah. more prominently, and I think I think it's going to be the the sort of backbone of the end of the show. Okay. I think Jared Menken, not Alan, <laughs> will get elected, and we have got this nightmare far right neo-nazi in charge and people are blaming atn yeah or i think that it happens and none of them care and it's like well doesn't matter to them i think well, there's as, a sense- as roman said roman said you know menken's ip to them as much as as much as their robot movies yeah yeah but i think i don't know i you know i really don't know what the show i i i get very wistful and i get very chin strokey with this sort of thing because i think when a show ends it's this is when it tells you what it's about yeah and I, I thought when we watched last season, I thought the show was sort of like nothing changes and then they killed Logan. So like, it's really hard to know what the show is trying yeah. to do. But I, I I thought this episode, because they were all in various ways quite shit at doing Logan's work, now he's gone. I do still believe that they're going to fuck everything up and everyone is going to be worse off because they don't know how to be his successor yeah, you know they are. I mean, they they dub they made up all the figures for the potential of this business. I mean, that is just so. I illegal. felt sorry for Pete, didn't you, Pete? Pete the Bean. Who are Pete? Yeah, 
I love kind of Pete. Like, he's just kind of like, this is just fucking wild. Can you double it? Well, yeah. What? Um, so I, I, but I think the election is just the big unanswered thing. We haven't okay. even seen Jared Menken this season, so yeah, he's got to be. It's got to yeah. be about that. I mean, do you think it's just going to be the venue for the thing, like the, you know, the vote? It's going to be election night. The, the numbers are going to be coming in. Are they going to call it? Do you not think yeah. it's just going to be like the situation I mean, for it, the ending rather than it the would ending? be really bold of them to not even have him on screen and for us to only hear about it in the background yeah but then i but think they are bold about stuff like this like i say that's what i think is going to happen with the pregnancy i think it would be kind of amazing if during logan's funeral someone just goes jared menken just got elected and you're like oh okay yeah all i'm saying is sign me up for one of those hematically sealed living facilities if he gets in because <laughs> I want to just hang out with the director of the sleepy robot. Oh. Um, I, I can't tell. And it's, it is just, it, it's, it's a constant thrill, like not knowing. Uh, okay. I thought this was such a good episode. It was great. It was like, it um, felt like it did feel a bit succession greatest hits, but I loved it for it. It felt like it's yeah. succession of old, where it's just like what the awkwardness, lo- the bum yeah. squeaky bits. What I liked though, is that it, it played the hits in that it kind of went as you expected, but Kendall's win felt like such an earned moment it it was yeah. like i thought it was all going to go to shit but it can't go to shit every week so it's no, like no it can't i thought it was really interesting you're but right you, though um, it's yeah like is kendall a good guy or a bad guy i think he's a good a good person yeah i think he's the most i think he's further along a process that roman is in the toxic part of he's yeah. he's better than roman um I think he's he's kind of healing uh, in a healthier way. I think he he kind of had the distance from Logan that has meant that he's grieving in quite a effective way. Right. Uh, I just think this this sort of episode was so good for him because he he won something, yeah. and he might lose next week. But it's it's kind of like that thing of if you aim for the stars and you miss, you still have an amazing view rather than sitting down on right. earth wondering he, it feels like he's if he is about to fail or if he's if he's bad he's at least trying to be good um and i thought that he was I, just quickly that when him and ken uh, sorry when kendall and roman were talking about their independent like terrible behavior like roman's like so i fired joy and then i had to f- kind of fire jerry even oh, yeah. they both Kendall was kind of like, he's like, oh shit, whoa, yeah, yeah. great, this is but, it, this is what this is what big boys do. Rather yeah. than berate his brother, he was like, if we're in this together, then we fuck up together and we win together. And yeah. I thought there was something kind of tender about that. That could have split them, but blood is thicker than water currently, and that's that's quite uh, for yeah. them at least. So I think he's okay. a good guy. Yeah. What do you think? You, you, no, I do. I think I always try and work out is you know the, who is who's supposed to be our focal point. And I suppose it always has been Kendall in some way. He's the one that we've, that we've, we've kind of been through the worst of it with him. I think. Yeah. And whenever he's, and I don't think it's just purely a performance thing, but whenever Kendall is in the, is in a scene, he is the scene, you know, generally. Yeah. You know, which, which I think is important. Um, listen, should we go in and watch, uh, yeah. Episode seven. I love doing this. Barry, Te- neither of us have watched this, right? Yeah. So let's do it. Here we go.
Welcome, welcome. It's our first tailgate party without the big guy. So I'd like to ask you all for a moment of silence. VIP in the house. What's he doing here? Apparently, Dad invited him. Can you stick close? What if we run it reverse Viking? Do I even want to know what that means? Jackknife in there and slit their throat. Bang, bang, bang. Really nice party. Cool, cool family. Oh, thanks, man. Tweet about it. <laughs> yeah. First reaction? Um, it seems like it's... Seems like it's quite a small, again, like almost like a one-room episode by the yeah. looks of it. Looks great. Um, was that an election thing? Tail. What is a tailgate party? I need to look at what a tailgate party is. I thought that also. was when you go to football games and you just drink. Tailgate party meaning it's... Uh... Yeah, you're right. A tailgate party is a social event held around the tailgate of a vehicle. Yeah, so or if you go to... Um... American football games or yeah. whatever. Everyone parks. They get there hours before and they eat and, pissed, and, and just hang out up. in the car park. So, it's but it's weird. surrounding an event. So maybe maybe it's the election. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, possibly. But My thought initially, though, was all of that looked like it took place in the course of 10 minutes. So I'm, I just think there's something else in that episode that we can't see on the trailer. Okay, that's good. Did you also think it was Logan going to walk through the door just for a second? A little bit. <laughs> I, I actually, no, I, my, I thought maybe Jared Menken. Uh, okay, okay. Um, I couldn't tell if it was a wake for Logan. We had a wake for Logan, so I thought it must be some... Welcome to the target party. Interesting. A couple of... So I don't know what a reverse Viking is, much like no. Frank. I'm not Should sure we want to know. See if <laughs> uh, well, he's the Viking, right? So what's the... Uh, yeah, so. Okay, Urban Dictionary says, the act of holding a person with long blonde braids upside down while they perform fellatio on your pork sword until the point of ejaculation. Thank you very it's much, not Urban that. Dictionary. I don't know, let's hope maybe it could be. Um, Urban Dictionary being the first term when you search it is... Uh, and then the rest of them just being sewing machine instruction videos. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think it must be because he is the Viking, right? So they're going to try and buy him i don't know buy him out maybe they're going to try maybe. and buy maybe the, the the huge valuation that waystar got off the back of living plus do you think they might try and they might have a, a there's a particular part of his empire that they're like do you know what we're going to try and buy that as maybe okay you can have atn but we want your fitness tracker or whatever it is i think it i've got a feeling it is going to be the election do you think because Maybe the timings don't work out. They said, oh, how did he get here? Dad invited him, apparently. So this is like a long planned event. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. Dad invited him. Yeah. Oh, do you know what we... Oh, we didn't talk about the um, very, very end with Roman. The micro dick. Micro... So I think... Quickly. I'm judging... No, it works out because looking at that that preview he's in he's still in a bad place roman is he's yeah. not getting any better he's getting worse tweet about it um but i just thought so did math did lucas edit that footage so that oh. logan is saying his son has a small dick is I that thought it why? came from kendall i thought oh was it i thought the text was from kendall oh was it okay i, I think it was tell. like kendall just 
kind of taking the piss. Let me just have a look. Actually, let me just put it up on the old uh, on the old big screen. Because I, it's so weird. To, yeah, it's so. In, Roman has such a complicated, um, <laughs> makeup that yeah. hearing his dad admonish the size of his penis was sort of seeing him soothed in the back of that car. Well, he just. Um, Sorry, excuse me. I'm just turning on the old television to see if I can work that out. Um, I think he was just, it was just tragic. It was just like, just the sound of his dad's voice saying his mm. name, regardless of the of the kind of context of it, was just enough for him to kind of get all wistful. It was just, it was just really sad, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's masterful. Um, and I did feel really sorry for him. I do feel very sorry for, for him. But... Um, I just want to know more about the Roman thing. I think there's such a, something really messy sort of uh, tied up in all of that, you know? No, I agree. Right, here we go. Who sent in this? Here we go. Uh, I'll tidy all this up in the edit. Yeah, it's Kendall that sent it him. Okay. So he's just doing it for... Because obviously Ken's probably riding high and he's just like, hey, I'm just going to like taunt my little brother. But actually, that's exactly what he wanted to hear. Yeah. It just... Yeah, it just it just made him really sad. It's so interesting. I mean, again, I know we've talked about this. It might not survive the edit, but just... Ken finally gets the affirmation from his dad, but he's like decided the words that he's going to say. Like, yeah, he literally wrote and, his own and for Roman, yeah. yeah, for Roman, it's like, he's insulting you, but like, he never said that. Yeah. Whatever it's, it's making you feel is, is artificial. It's, it's fake. Yeah. For both of it's you. It's fake. That's, that's a really good point. Uh, a few good comments on YouTube um, from, from uh, I think the last episode, uh, maybe. Uh, so, oh, from actually from a while back, apologies uh, that I've not been on top of these. Uh, Claire Mullins, thanks, Claire. Um, saying Sarah Snook um, was on one of the late night chat shows a few weeks ago. Said there's a cl- there's a clue in the poster to something that happens this season, but you won't know until it happens. And she says, well, in one of the posters, there's a plane in the sky, oh yeah, indicating Logan's death. But there's also yeah. a version of the poster where all the people standing around Logan are all looking at him apart from Greg. That's quite interesting. Huh. She, think, she thinks that Greg... That was a very shiv. Huh. Huh. I know. <laughs> uh-huh. There was a scene in this episode where <laughs> it was just her going, uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. To, um, wasn't it to, to Luke? To Matson. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no. Greg will become a very important character in the show. Maybe he'll need an assistant and that may end up being Tom. Uh, anyway, oh, I'd wait. love that. That would be great. Um, she also said there will be a funeral. Brian Cox turned up for the filming of it. So the paparazzi got pics of him going into the church to throw them off the scent. Oh, wow. Love oh, that's that. a good detail. Love great. that. Um, what else have we had about the old, uh, uh, Ronnie Mac, sorry, it's Ronnie telling us it's Matson, not Matheson. We know. Sorry, Ronnie. Sorry. Um, Claire Connolly, another Claire. I'm not quite sure. Maybe you can remember what this was in reference to last episode. We've completely missed the point that the boys couldn't withdraw. It was up to the board to decide. So they intended to, t- to make Matson withdraw, which is why Ken warned Roman not to say anything openly. 
So Madsen didn't lose. He just took Shiv's advice to bump, to bump the offer up to an amount that the board has to accept. And that was why the revised, off, the revised offer phone call was not to the boys so that they couldn't tell lies to the board. Interesting. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, we sort of forgot. It, it was covered in the recap of this episode that like it was, Lucas was like, I'll go to the board. I'll go around you. Yeah. Like that was kind of set up. Yeah, that's a good, a good detail. Yeah. Good point. Thank you very much, Claire. And also Claire. Uh, wow. We, uh, we always think, oh, we're just going to do a quick Easy. half hour. And here yeah. we are again. Um, no apologies. What are, you doing, uh, what are you doing on the bank holiday? Uh, what am I doing? Probably more, I guess it's, I mean, it's garden stuff, isn't it? That's just yeah. what you do. I, I did B&Q the barbecue yesterday. yesterday. How, B&Q how was yesterday. B&Q? What did you get? I got a bay tree for the balcony. Nice. Just so I can get some bay leaves when I'm cooking. But also, they're just, yeah, I don't know. Just they're nice fancy to look at. They're nice got evergreen some, leaves. Yeah, got some tomato plants. Nice. Got some strawberries. Because it's too cold to grow them from seed, so I'm just buying some in. And I just did a good old sweep yesterday. No one's got and then, time to grow things from seeds. Any people I know. on Instagram have got time to grow things on seeds. Not this year when there's no fucking sunshine. And then today we're, we're going to go up, going off now for tennis. Me and Rob will go, go and do Ooh, tennis. Oh, that's a very succession-y kind of thing to do on a bank. I know, yeah. yeah. Well, we did it. We started doing it because in lockdown, it was one of the first things that you could do outside was tennis. So we signed up and it's like only 30 quid a year. Oh, wow. So we were like, if we just go like five or six times, it pays for itself. So we've been doing, this is our third year. And this is the first one of the year. Very good. Very go nice. and do some tennis. And then the park near my house does really good bacon sandwiches. So we'll go for a bit of tennis, a bit of bacon sandwich. Oh, interesting. Any cooking? We must see it. There's got to be a bit of Mando, Mando cuisine on the horizon. Yeah. Surely. What are we doing? Tonight? Oh, we're doing a pork and, pork and kimchi stew. There we go. <laughs> What, what did you say? I said it's going to be some kind of like noodly kind of thing. Yeah. 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 He loves That's pork in a broth. He loves pork in a broth. Dragon casters. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my, that would be my death row. Some kind of porky broth. <laughs> Sounds awful when I say it like <laughs> porky that. Porky broth. Some sort of pork. Nice. Something comforting before I get electrocuted. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I will. And we will get together maybe tomorrow morning or something to do our try and work out when we do our uh, Game of Thrones we're into yeah, the final three Thrones weeks yeah Thrones is going to be a complicated one this week with yeah. Bank Holiday exactly I haven't exactly. watched it yet so I might watch some today uh, we'll be in touch okay we'll be in touch All right. uh, hold that space uh, nice one fella got to fuck off no we can't <laughs> we haven't got a no what are we gonna it's too late it's too it's late too late it's, uh, fine this is the Sound of Succession podcast with Jamie Stan, Chris Mendel is part of the Dragon Cast series where we talk about the best TV shows in the world. HBO, please don't sue us. You know what to do? Like and subscribe. Ah, fuck off.